Harrison Agents. To buy, sell or rent in Tasmania, search Harrison Agents today. Breakfast with Tim Payne and Brent Costello. Yes, welcome back to SEN Tassie Breakfast on this Friday morning, 42 minutes past 7 o'clock. It's time to welcome our next guest to the show and he joins us live in the studio. It's Tasmania's Shadow Sports Minister, Josh Willey. Welcome to the show, Josh. Morning, gents. Thanks for having me on, Josh. Nice to see you, mate. Now, appreciate you coming on to answer some of the tough questions, I suppose. We preface this by saying we are a sports station, so a lot of these questions might sound pro stadium because we obviously want an AFL team here. At Dom. SEN. And, but, and because uh, we are pro-stadium. <laughs> um, so playing devil's advocate here a little bit, I suppose. But it seems to me Labor is prepared to sink the dream in favour of politics at the moment. You know the stadium is a requirement for an AFL team. You know it's not negotiable. Why are you and your party still actively opposing the construction of Macquarie Point Stadium? Well, we haven't blocked anything, Brent. Um, and there's obviously been a history here. And... I think there is concern in the community because of a failure of government process. Um, this is a proposal that never went to the people. There was no consultation around the site. And we have things like the government actively not asking for Treasury advice. Um, the Cabinet did not make a decision around this agreement. They didn't cite the agreement. And I think that's bubbling away in the public. It's up to the government to make the case. Under our system, the government sits in the parliament, they're accountable to the parliament and the people, and good governments can rise above with a good agenda and good process. And the fact that they're struggling is because they've failed on a number of fronts. Oh, I think we all agree that this could have been handled a lot better than it has been. But the fact is we're here now, we know what the rules are, there's no room for negotiation. Andrew Dillon was so clear about that in the parliamentary inquiry. Do you just have to accept now that this is a part of Tasmania's AFL dream, a stadium? Well, I think we're not going to write a blank cheque, Brent. Um, and I think we can all agree Tasmanians think that we deserve a team. We're a heartland state. We've produced some of the best players ever of the game. People like Peter Hudson, who played in my electorate at Glenorchy Football Club, Daryl Baldock, Ian Stewart, Royce Hart, Alistair Lynch, um, um, uh, Matthew Richardson, and even modern-day players like Jack Rewald. So we've contributed a lot to the game. We deserve a team, and I think Tasmanians are united on that front. The fact that we're divided over the stadium, I think, is because of a poor negotiation on behalf of Premier Rockcliffe and poor process. It, I mean, Premier Rockcliffe was standing in the parliament up until September last year saying that the stadium wasn't part of the bid. It's come out in parliamentary inquiries that the government had signed up to a work stream for the stadium as far back as 2021. So they weren't being completely honest. And I think that's why the public is um, concerned about this. I do acknowledge there are people who are very passionate about this issue. I've got friends, um, a lot of them are blokes around 40. They're very passionate about sport. You can imagine what they're saying to me. But I also have friends who think that this idea is just crazy and they can't understand it. And it's up to the government to now make the case. So most of... Your party's objections are, are more around the process than the stadium as itself or the funding around it, or is it it's obviously a mix of all three, but it, is is there a way we can we can work around it, or is there a way that, that you guys will come on board if it is dealt with in the correct manner? Well, where we're at now is Premier Rockcliffe has committed to bringing this proposal to the parliament. He didn't have to. He said he was going to move it through a major projects process uh, and avoid the parliament. He had two members quit from his government because of a lack of transparency. He's now bringing it to the parliament. It's up to him to make the case. We haven't seen any detailed costings. We haven't seen any detailed designs. We haven't seen 
any in engineering reports. It's a reclaimed site. The issue around the RSL and the Aboriginal community hasn't been dealt with. And it's not just the Labor Party who will demand answers around these things. It's my independent colleagues in the upper house. They're very process-driven people and they will scrutinise this deal because they take their jobs very seriously. Is it is it why so anti-touch there that they haven't seen costings and stuff like that? So why, why are we just not pushing that? We haven't seen costings. We don't agree to that until we see it rather than be so against it from the outset. If the deal's great and it stacks up. I've, I've been saying this at press conferences, it might not get on the TV, but um, I care about good government. Um, and people who are pro-stadium should care about good government too. And if the proposal stacks up, it will survive any criticism. So we're at this point now where Premier Rockliffe's going to bring it to the parliament. They have to make the case and it will live and die on that case that they make. Josh Willey, the Shadow Sports Minister, is our guest in the studio on SEN Tassie Breakfast. What about the budget side of things, Josh? This fascinates me too because everyone says, you know, we need to look after health and uh, housing and, and that's so, so important. Please don't get that get me wrong on that. But we know how budgets work. There's pots of money for different things. So can you explain that side of things to us? Because we know that, you know, there's tourism money and there's development money and everything like that. Yeah, I've seen this argument made um, and our budget is a finite resource, right? So we all make choices about where that money goes um, and we hold governments accountable for it. I'm the Shadow Minister for Education. That's a large part of the budget. I care about that. The Treasury uh, of the Tasmanian government has now been sounding the warnings about our budget position for a number of years now that it's not in a sustainable position they put out a, it's a bit of a policy wonk paper a few years ago, but all the projections in that were bad. We're heading to record debt, $5.6 billion over the Ford estimates. The current government has baked in $300 million of cuts to health and education and housing. And if they go full term, they're going to be making this argument that they need to cut the public service, government services that people rely on while trying to deliver a stadium. It's going to be a very difficult argument for them to make. What do you think the overall, I mean, it's hard to say, but what do you think the, the final figure would be to build a, a brand new stadium at Macquarie Point? Have you sort of done some figures in your head? And we know that the $715 million figure's been thrown around for some time, but what, what do you think it ultimately could be? Well, the, <laughs> I, I listened to Payne and um, talk about the roof and maybe making it retractable. I mean, some of these things add a lot of risk and you only have to read the government reports to see that it's quite... Yeah, we, we were against the roof for a bit. Yeah, yeah. We said get it's, rid of the roof, yeah. It's quite, quite <laughs> unusual. Spend that elsewhere. Well, it's quite unusual to have a roof on such a small stadium and it was the state government who threw that in who thought it might be a nice idea. So we need to work through all of these issues um, in the parliament and in the public debate and fully understand what the end cost is going to be. Um, I would like to see some independent economic analysis. I mean, I don't know if you guys read it, have read the business case, but you can drive a truck through that. Um, <laughs> like six A-League games of an average attendance at 12,000, seven NRL games, average attendance 15,000. The most fanatical sports fan will probably see that that's not going to be achieved. Yeah, is there is there a time frame on it? Because obviously time is an issue with the AFL team and the licence already being agreed. There's been a chairman appointed... How, how long is this process, how long is it going to take? Because I imagine if we want to be playing round one of 2028, we'd want to start digging some holes pretty quickly. Well, this goes back to, to Brent's point around the AFL playing hardball. Um, 
I, I do believe that there will be compromises made as we move through that timeline. For example, the High Performance uh, Centre, there's very, very ambitious timeframes to deliver that. Um, Rebecca White and I met with um, Grant O'Brien the other day. Great appointment, terrific guy. Uh, we really support the personnel being put in place for the team and the High Performance Centre, but I did say that I'm concerned about the timeline and the government needs to be really transparent about this. They need to get on the front foot and start talking about the process to deliver it. Otherwise, we're going to have communities starting campaigns saying, we want it here, we want it here, and it's going to undermine the whole thing. So um, potentially that high performance centre will blow out in timelines. I, I can see compromises being made there. Um, it's the same department that's trying to deliver the basketball multi-court facility out at Derwent Park. It's been five years and they haven't put a shovel yep. in the ground. Yeah. We've really got to go, unfortunately, which is disappointing because we'd love to see her and talk to you all day. But just a couple of quick ones. What's your vision for Macquarie Point if there's no stadium there? Well, we had Mona develop a great vision, uh, a truth and reconciliation park for the Aboriginal community. Um, they've fronted parliamentary inquiries or, or people who are representing them saying um, how disappointed they are to be treated the way that they have been. Um, so I think that there are a range of options. Um, the $240 million that the federal <coughs> government has put forward is for the precinct. It's not tied to the AFL team, so I'll dispel, dispel a myth here from the Premier's office. $240 million is not tied. Neither is the UTAS upgrade. I know that his office on social media is going around saying, well, why would you waste all of this opportunity? That, that money is coming anyway. And just finally, I mean... We've had a text in before about a young, from a father of a young girl that, you know, this would set up her footy dream, I suppose. Do you think of the young kids when you think about your position and, and what this could do for a pathway for our uh, junior footballers coming through to the elite level? Yeah, look, Brent, I've been in politics for seven years now. I take all views into consideration. Um, I do care about young people. I was a primary school teacher. Um, I know young people have a variety of views on this too. Um, I would love to see young Tasmanians playing in an AFL side, women and men, um, and then I think that's something we can all get around. But I also want the state government to be in a responsible decision delivering services and things that people need to so that Tasmanians can live a good life. We really appreciate you coming in um, and answering all those questions for us. I know our listeners will appreciate it as well because it is a talking point. We know that. And, uh, oh, you've got something. Oh, yeah, I'd like to give a, a present to all of our guests, Josh. So I've got the uh, Yes AFL Team Yes Stadium for you. Thanks, Thanks for coming on. Just chuck it on the back of your car. It'll be excellent. Oh, I've actually had a few mates give me a couple of these. <laughs> uh, thanks, Josh. We really appreciate it. We'd love to get you back too to talk about this a bit more in extended detail. But appreciate your time this morning. Thanks for having me on. Josh Willie, the Shadow Sports Minister, joining us. And keep an eye on TikTok because we're about to go and film a segment in the break of Tim Payne yeah, throwing a few down to Josh Willey. So we look forward to doing that. We look forward to coming back to wind up the show next year on SEN Tassie Breakfast right across Tasmania.